Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. We've been accused on our Facebook page recently by some people that we actually don't even like Star Trek anymore. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> like, um, I don't think that's necessarily fair. Oh, and I'm sorry for the episode getting up so late, but like, I was I planned on releasing it at the at the hotel in Charlotte, and it's a pretty well known hotel. It's a very fancy chain, if you will. But we had to pay for the internet, like in the room. It was like nineteen dollars a day or something like that, and then you had to pay like per, uh, I guess, device or something. It was just ridiculous. So Wait, I didn't nineteen dollars a day for internet. Yes, it was like nineteen dollars a day for internet at this at this hotel. So that's why the episode came out today. So I apologize. That's um, ridiculous. Yes. But uh, so, uh, yeah, so I wasn't doing that because that's just silly. And then um, we've been accused of not liking Star Trek, and that's not true. These last couple episodes have just been really, really terrible. Yeah, I mean, you got to at least try Star yeah. Trek. You're, yeah. not, you're not some hot chick out there. You yeah, try some. <laughs> I mean, you just can't walk around in sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think, uh, but I think this episode was really, really good. Yeah. Like this episode was so good that I watched both of them back to back. We're not going to record them back to back. Like we're not, this isn't going to be just one episode, but I mean, I really enjoyed this episode of Star Trek. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I actually, um, this, I'm guessing the first part was on as well, but the second part I saw it was on BBC America a few days ago. So BBC. Yeah. Idris Elba channel. Yes. Idris Elba. (laughs) Yeah, no, but yeah, it's uh, it's very enjoyable. I forgot how much I enjoyed this episode. Yeah, this it's episode, been a while since. I can't. Yeah, like this was one of the, this was one of those episodes that I thought was earlier in the in the in the series, but this yeah. one this one was really really good. Really solid season seven. Episode. Yeah, and then T'Pol showed up, but not T'Pol, but T'Pol. Yeah, <laughs> actually, Savick. Savick is in this one. Yeah. Who? Where, which one was Savick? The Romulan. That's uh, Savick from Search for Spock. Uh, so wait a minute. So, but the girl is not Romulan. She's Vulcan, the one who gets the who's looking for. Yeah, um, yeah with that, she's the the. I guess the yeah, Romulan. I mean, in the first episode, she's okay. Romulan. She's Romulan. Okay, okay, okay. But that was uh, that's Robin Curtis. She played uh, Savick. Yeah, yeah. She was the backup Savick after Kirstie Alley left. Yeah. Yeah, I, really, I think she gets a raw deal because uh, she's not that bad looking. But when you're compared against Kirstie Alley, you know. Well, let's be fair. Kirstie, yeah, there you go. Let's finish that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Kirstie Alley Savick. Yeah, no, yes, exactly. Yeah. Kirstie. Kirstie Alley. Yeah, early Diane. Early Diane. <laughs> let's, um, what's the name of this episode? This episode is called The Gambit. Yes, and it's not about... Some Mona Me. <laughs> I don't like that guy. <laughs> no. Never been a Gambit. Was he created just for the cartoon? Because I don't remember ever seeing him in the comics before that. Well, let's see real quick. Here we go. Because I'm never. I'm not a big X Men guy, so I don't know. And the fact that Marvel is phasing out the X Men is a okay by me. <laughs> I just don't care. Like I've never liked the X Men. There are some X Men stories that I enjoy, like um, yeah. 
like of course dark phoenix everybody loves that and then um god loves man kills is also terrific i like mutant massacre that's like when i first started reading x-men comics and so i got into it pretty hard then okay uh let's see gambit no he was created by jim lee and chris claremont it says Gambit is the fictional superhero appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics, commonly associated with the X-Men. The character was created by writer Chris Claremont and Jim Lee, drawn by artist Mike Collins. Gambit makes his first full appearance in Uncanny X-Men at 266. Oh. So there you go. Yeah, it started going off the rails. <laughs> 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 it did. Like if you read uh, X Men, like X Men from like Dark Phoenix, well, essentially Giant Size number one through uh-huh. about number two twenty is really good, and then it gets weird, and then it just gets kind of ridiculous. Like all the Genosha stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all right, the art kind of goes downhill. So you're gonna say Genosha, and I'm gonna tell you I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Because, like, I just, X Men was one of those things I never super got into. Yeah. But, I mean, they keep going back to Genosha. It's like where uh, it's like the Mutant Island or whatever. I'm telling you, like, of all of the superhero teams, of all of the groups of superheroes in Marvel, because DC is a little, some of DC is a little gray for me, the, I know literally nothing about the X Men. Yeah. Like, I just never got into it. Like, as a kid, reading X-Men as a kid, it just wasn't any fun, if that makes sense. Like, there was nothing, there was just like, it was- How old were you when you were reading it? When I started reading comics, it was probably around, um, I don't know, uh, when did um, Michael Keaton Batman come out? 80, 80, 88, somewhere around there. I started reading comics probably around like 87, so I was around 10. Okay. And a lot of that stuff just went over my head because like everybody wow. everybody jocked. The, I was instantly and kind of always into Spider-Man because yeah. of the, I guess, the, the fun nature of it. Yeah. Like X-Men was always kind of like – uh, a soap opera ish and kind of like I love him. He doesn't love me, but he loves her. Well, now see, that's what I always found. Like the Avengers, that's why I didn't like the Avengers when I was a kid. No, oh, see, really, they were just they just hated each other. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was dumb. <laughs> see, I, mean, I just never really got into the X Men. Yeah, I started reading about the same time. I might have been eight, maybe like eighty five. Okay. Whenever like Secret Wars was first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the I had the, se- I had the yeah. secret I had the Secret Wars toys. They were awesome. Yeah, I had the Iron Man. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. And like I remember when Iron Man was in a wheelchair. Do you remember that? Like where he was in a wheelchair for a little while. As Iron Man? <laughs> no, no. Like I guess <laughs> like an Iron Wheelchair. No, like, I guess Tony got hurt and he was in a wheelchair. Do you remember like, any of this? This is like uh, when he had Rhodey posing as Iron see. Man for a while. Because I know there was a stretch. Well, during the Secret Wars, Rhodey was Iron Man. Everybody thought it was Tony Stark inside the suit. <laughs> I remember. I remember as a kid, like reading issues and thinking like Tony Stark was in a wheelchair. Because I remember, I thought he was all broken. Yeah, there he is. He's in a wheelchair. Tony Stark's in a wheelchair. Uh, his Tony's Anthony Stark's anti gravity wheelchair was Tony Stark confined to a wheelchair in the comics and i believe he was i think he was 
I'm going to say because I remember reading that he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. I mean, I know there was a stretch there where he kind of gave up being Iron Man. I couldn't remember exactly why, but Rhodey was doing it. Yeah. But they didn't want to tell everybody that it was Rhodey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you know. And he wanted to mack on Captain Marvel. Black Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Return of the Mac once again. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I liked the Avengers. And I, for some reason, I've always liked the Fantastic Four. And I think that was just because Spider-Man showed up all the time. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't get into Fantastic Four because of Reed Richards. I hate that. That's, that's why he's awesome. I like Ultimate Reed Richards. Ultimate Fantastic Four? Yeah. That's it's, now he's like Ultimate Fantastic Four. Uh, Reed Richards is a bad guy. I know. It's like great. He's, like he's a maniac. Yeah. It's and it's really cool to see his transformation throughout the series. Yeah, because he's basically in the Secret War. Are you reading Secret Wars right now? No. Like he, it's him, Thanos, um, Namor, and like a couple other dudes that are trying to, uh, I guess, destroy the last Earth because the two Earths are coming together. Right. It's so it's kind of so like. Uh, um, ultimate Fantastic Four. Ultimate Reed is doing his thing to try to like make sure that Thanos and all those dudes kind of come out on top. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. Yeah, I had a uh, Marvel Unlimited subscription for a while, but I let it lapse. Yeah, I had one too. too. Lazy to go get it. Again. It was awesome. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was great. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, let's get something. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get the gambit, the gambit part one. This, I'm telling you, do you have notes or do you need me to get the thing? Oh, I got it pulled up on memory alpha. All right, well, you um, do you do this time. Now, you know, this is the thing. And it, after seeing this intro, like it made me wonder how much I really like Star Trek. <laughs> no, no, what do you mean? <laughs> People don't like, say we don't like Star Trek anymore, but all right. So uh, it's in this like seedy space bar. Mm-hmm. Like, most Eisley Cantina. It's basically. it's totally Most Eisley Cantina. Like it's yeah. yeah. And uh, Troy's chatting up the bartender, trying to get information on some smooth-headed human. Yes, yeah, I'm trying to find. I got a smooth head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> spit on it, baby. Spit on it. Smooth-headed human. Like it was a strange way. It was a strange way to say bald. Yeah. A smooth-headed human, because I mean, like, I don't know what that means. What does yeah. that mean? This what is does that? Is that lost in translation? Somehow? Yeah, like I don't know. Like, there's Man, no, he had a real smooth head. There's no word for bald, is what I'm saying in this weird language. That that that, and it's English. Yeah, like she's speaking English to him. Like everyone is speaking English here. Just say bald. It has you know what happened? Maybe yeah. it's like oh, undubitably, I have not seen this smooth-headed human that you speak. <laughs> Maybe, maybe the term "bald" in the 24th century has been deemed hurtful, so they don't they don't say it anymore. Because I mean, it's clearly going that way. I yeah. mean, like just just be on Twitter for 10 minutes. So so maybe "bald" has been replaced by "smooth-headed." Because uh, w- wouldn't you rather be known as "Wow, Dennis, you're really getting smooth-headed"? I know. Yeah, I am. It sounds. It almost sounds like an improvement because smooth. If when someone says the word smooth, I automatically think like I'll be sure, you know, yeah. or you know, or Tevin Campbell or something. So yeah. I only think in 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 black 
early 90s R&B singers. Like, yeah, exactly. Know. So then you think, oh, she's looking for a black guy. Yeah, she's looking for a black guy with like a, a sweet mustache, <laughs> like a real wet looking mustache. Yeah. She's looking for Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got a smooth head. He, he does. And he looks like, bald, but he has a smooth he, head. He's got the wettest eyeballs in the whole world. Just, they're just wet all the time. Just That's wet, just wet right. eyeballs. That's all right, man. That's all right. He's got them puppy dog eyes. Come on, Tony. Come on, Tony. Be Iron Man. We need you to be Iron Man, Tony. Look at my wet eyeballs. <laughs> I like but, Terrence Howard, man. Uh, he's all right. Leave him alone. Then they replaced him with Don Cheadle and nobody cared. Like they're like, oh cool. I think it's one of the few times where Hollywood went blacker. Yeah. They don't usually go that way. You, well, know? you, you, can, you can't get any blacker than Don Cheadle. I mean, yeah. like, there's nowhere to go but dark from there, you know. <laughs> and Terrence Howard's like a smooth, light skinned brother. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess Wesley Snipes was unavailable. <laughs> well, he was unavailable. <laughs> Quite unavailable. I wish they would bring him back for Blade. Yeah, because that would be. He rad. still looks the same, essentially. Yeah, I mean, black don't crack, Jack. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Why can't Blade be in this Marvel universe? Yeah, that'd be, he. I think he will be. I think they're going to bring him in on the TV t- on the TV side. Oh yeah. Those are the rumors I've heard because I'm sure you've heard the rumors about Punisher. Yeah, yeah. season yeah. two of uh, Daredevil. Yeah. But we're get again. We're, we're, are they going to bring Michael Morbius? I don't know. <laughs> Morbius, where, 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 where? Are you still there? Oh, you're red, dude. That's not good. Your internet's red. Am I red? Oh, there you are. No, you're red. You, you yeah. went red. You went red for a second. Red. Yeah, because like in the corner, your thing went red. Oh, like your no, little, your little Art Vandalay thing. Yeah, I don't know. That's not good. But anywho, so um, so yeah, so go ahead, Vix. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they're obviously looking for Picard. Picard. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Riker's there too. And then he talks to Worf and they say, hey, there's this Uridian guy. These Uridians, they're just all over the place these last couple of seasons. They're everywhere. Yeah. Like whenever people need to find something out, they go find these, these Uridians because they got big ears. Yeah. They, they, they be, hear everything. They be hearing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That's what James Cromwell, that's what he was when he sent Worf to that. That's prison. right. He was. <laughs> I forgot about that, but they look really different. Like he looks like, like uh, I imagine uh, Uridian's balls would look like, like real <laughs> saggy and kind of droopy looking. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Saggy ass, yeah. saggy ass balls. You shut up your saggy ass balls. <laughs> That's what the bartender told him. Don't be telling these stories with your saggy balls. Listen here, long ball, Larry. <laughs> That was his name. That's what it says right here. Long, long ball, Larry. You got some long That's balls. That's a translation. That's some long balls, Larry. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, that guy basically tells him that Picard got into a fight, and then he got blasted. Which so, seems, which seems so strange to me. Like, what is Picard doing in some seedy space bar in the middle of nowhere? And yeah. and that's what this whole thing. This whole thing doesn't add up to me. And why would he be getting into a brawl? Uh, because I mean, like, if we know anything about the history of Jean Luc Picard, yeah. he is not a good barroom fighter. Because yeah. the last time he attempted a barroom fight, he had a knife stuck through his chest. Like he's good at starting barroom yeah. fights, but he's not good at finishing them. But yeah, don't start no S, won't be no S, Jack. That exactly. should that should be tattooed on Picard's head. 
because again, like what happens? Okay, he gets in one fight, he gets in a robot monkey heart, and now he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> dead, 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 dead. Yeah, but I mean, there's, there's two things right there. Like number one, why is Picard off alone on these little archaeology things? Because they made such a big deal about him never taking shore leave. Yeah, you know? and they made a whole episode about him taking shore leave. It was so <laughs> ridiculous a notion that he would actually go out and do anything. But uh, so that's kind of weird but then the other thing is does starfleet not have any kind of like search and rescue or any kind of more specialized people that can go look for missing starfleet captains yeah because it, it's why weird. is the senior staff of the enterprise going incognito into these cd bars and all of them and not just yeah. one of them and a bunch of red shirts but i mean like all of them why are all of them in there yeah with no security personnel well it's wharf yeah but i mean he's like the head security guy yeah, but I mean, he, if if you need a security guy, why not sit in the head? You know, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, but it's just like, why? Why is it always like this? They're always sending the most high-ranking people undercover to do stuff. Well, to be fair, if you're going to, I think there are a lot. Um, they're a lot less guilty of it than the original series because if you watch the original series. 99% of the away team missions are Kirk, Spock, Bones. Yeah, and a couple of red shirts. Yeah, so I mean like, you know. Face of Fata. They send their, t- their one and two on every mission, it seems like. That's why it's weird when you watch the first couple seasons where Riker's like, sir, you can't go on these missions. It's like, this, right. cl- this clearly isn't the, you know, uh, Captain Kirk view of space where he's like, I'm doing whatever I want to do. You can, you can shut it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the best. Yeah, they made that rule while he was still a captain, but he was grandfathered in. The Kirk rule. Yeah, one of many Kirk rules. <laughs> the first one would be keep it in your pants. Yeah, and Riker breaks that one all if, the time. If you can keep it in your pants, make sure you wear a space condom. Yeah, or blow up their space station <laughs> yeah, afterward. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the like amendment too. Like, if you're going to have sex, wear a condom. The Riker amendment. <laughs> yes, if you're not, if you're going to have sex and not wear a condom, blow up the space too. <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah, and Troy says, "Oh, he's telling the truth because I'm an empath and I can tell." Oh, yeah. <laughs> So back on the Enterprise, everybody's sad, and he did. Troy's telling Riker about they're going to have this memorial service and everything. Like, I'm not going to the memorial service. That's right. This is a, re- but I will say this: this is a really good scene. Like it is. Riker is just chewing up the the the, the screen in this one because I mean he is just going nuts. Well, Troy too. Like this yeah. is like the first time she actually shows like real emotion, any kind of feelings. Yeah, it's yeah. great. But She's the thing great. that kind of sucks about it is like he. He tells her, that's enough, counselor. And then, like, immediately goes, hey, I'm sorry, Deanna. (laughs) There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that in this. Yeah. Like, friendships are definitely tested and stretched out. Like, a man's anus the first time during butt play. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent analogy. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, that was a little bit of a stretch for an analogy, much like the first time a man engages in butt play with another man. Yes. There's definitely some stretching going on. There will be some stretching. Yeah. It's going to be stretching. It's going to be shameful. (laughs) 
And then Nature Boy Buddy Rogers died. This has been a bad week for wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. So. I would loan you one of my robes. Buddy Rogers, but you get lost in the arms. <laughs> That's the only thing I know Buddy Rogers from. Yeah. Is getting lost. I, be- I believe he actually died in the arms of one of Ric Flair's. He probably did. He, uh, Ric Flair was going to give him his coffin. But he did. He suffocated in the arms of one of my robes, Buddy Rogers. He went, he went out for groceries and got lost in the arms of one of Ric Flair's robes. <laughs> Never There's seen. a lot of people dying. It's like not a good June for no. celebrities. Dick, Dick Van Patten. Yeah. That's a bummer. Yeah. What was his name in Spaceballs? Um, the Druish King? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess, I guess he's not going to be in the sequel to Spaceballs, which is a bummer. No. I guess for him, 86 was enough. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too soon. But, but funny. I had to look up how old he was because I was like, if he's 88, then that'd be perfect. But, yeah, but he's not. He ne- it never works out perfectly. It never does. But it was still good, though. Yeah, just my luck. He died two years too early. <laughs> Couldn't you just last two Woe years? is me. My joke didn't work. <laughs> Couldn't you last two more years just for the humor, sir? God damn it, Dick Van Patten. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, Riker needs to talk to this Admiral Chekote. Yeah, if we isn't Chekote from Voyager. No, this is a different one. Yeah. It's weird because they do repeat a lot of names because the Voyager Admiral name and then later on it's T'Pol, which is T'Pol from Enterprise. Yeah. It's like the it's like the name generator was broken <laughs> when they made these other two characters. Yeah. If we just spell it a little bit differently and pronounce it a little bit differently, nobody will notice. It's different. And everybody everybody notices. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> because they're awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so he talks to this admiral, and the admiral's like, yeah, sorry, uh, why do you want to change your next mission? I don't understand. And Riker's like, oh, we got to go find these people who did this to Picard. And they say, okay. They did what? <laughs> what, did, what did they do to Picard? Yeah. Huh? I'm, I'm really lost here. Why was he alone on a bar by himself? Yeah. No, no, admiral, you're focusing on the wrong details here. No, no, this is what we should probably focus on. What is going on here, sir? <laughs> Yeah, there's no inquiry or anything. They're like, oh, it's too bad he died. Yeah, it's like, some random bar fight. What is happening here? Um, why is the captain of our flagship alone on some strange planet in a bar fight? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, I, we didn't tell him that. But we just told him he had a heart attack. Oh, cat's out of the bag. Riker. All right, here's what happened. No, that's like a Klingon phrase, you know, died in a bar fight. Yeah, you know, that means you... You had a heart attack. Did something cool or something. Yeah, I don't know. No Klingon can ever be known to die of a natural cause. It has to be in battle. But why would it be in a bar then? A battle bar. A battle bar. Yeah, so they let Riker go investigate with the Enterprise. Just take the whole Enterprise and go investigate this stuff. <laughs> you guys don't need to do anything else. So uh, Riker goes and talks to the big-eared, saggy, bald guy <laughs> who they had to take on their ship because and, he was scared. He and this, this is a good scene, too. Yeah. 
But it's weird because I can't figure out what kind of emotions he's going for here. Like Riker's all over the map because there are points where I think he's having like a good laugh, but it's like an evil laugh, but it doesn't come across that way. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like he's not like ha ha ha, but he's like, Oh, he looks like he's having an honest good time. Yeah. But then then he goes bad cop all of a sudden. But then he goes, and I'll send you to the Klingon Empire where you're wanted on at least seven charges of blah, 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 and so and so, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And they were like, damn, I don't want to do all that. You must be crazy. Come on, Jack McCoy, cut me a deal. Come on, come on, come on, Mr. Shield, dude. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Mr. Shield. Come on, Vic Mackey. Let's not do Let's not play that game. I just want to go on my ways. I want a ship. <laughs> Give me a ship. What was Dutch Boy's name? <laughs> Dutch Boy. You just called him Dutch Boy. That was like his Dutch Boy move. Yeah. Know? Dutch Boy would always try to be nice and then try to break bad on people. He'd say, okay, I'll get you a ship, and it'll sausage you straight to the Klingon Empire. Yeah. <laughs> Or you'll do 20 years of, like, what would it, jail in a Klingon, what would it be now? That'd be nuts. It'd be like a uh, undiscovered country. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess I do know what it would be like. Yes. Having to suck all those <laughs> redundant pieces. <laughs> <laughs> that's just before breakfast. I know. Like, think about that, man. Like, you'd be sodomized with multiple, like, each guy's got, like, two penises. That's a lot <laughs> of penises. And each penis has two foreskins on it. <laughs> Why would that do that? I I guess it's redundant. It's it's redundant, so I guess you're right. Yeah, and that's too much work to do two, actually four brisses. (laughs) You got to fold them all back. Yeah. Look, I'm going to need your help here is what I'm telling you. (laughs) Hold this one? (laughs) Okay, well, then I'm just going to have to do four different times then, unless you want them all done at once. It's up to you. But if you want But if you want, oh my god! But if you want me to do it all, then I gotta. Yeah, I'm gonna need some help here, guard. <laughs> That's what it's like. <clears throat> so I can understand why that guy doesn't want to go to Klingon prison. Yeah, I mean that's like you said. That's a lot of foreskin. Yeah, he doesn't mind sucking a dick every now and then, but. but f- but two of them at once. Yeah. I mean, that's challenging even for your most promiscuous gay or, or straight. <laughs> even your most promiscuous gay. I said or straight afterwards, too. I was doing both of them. Or straight. I put them both in. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they do. They put them both in. <laughs> so, so, yes. Yeah. So, so he folds like Superman on laundry day, Jack. <laughs> yeah. He tells him you need to go to the Barada system. The Barada, the Barack Obama system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they go to Barack Obama 3. And <laughs> it's this uh, planet that has like an archaeological site on it. Of course it does. I yeah. mean, come on. And of course nobody lives on the planet. <laughs> of course not. Why would anyone live there? Yeah, but it's there's just, like weird energy signals. Of course there. there's weird energy signals there. I mean... If there's anything I know about Star Trek, every empty planet has weird energy signals. I mean, that's just what happened. Yes, and ancient artifacts. And it's weird that there's just like giant empty planets out there. There's yeah. a, it seems like there's a lot of giant empty planets. That are habitable. Like, yeah. Aren't, there's got to be like population issues throughout the galaxy. What about the Native Americans we see later on? Why don't you just bring them to this planet in the Barada system? Looks like a lovely planet. Yeah, and then like... It's actually it? a real planet. It's not a, a set state you know like a uh what do you call it 
A soundstage. Soundstage. Yeah. Like the Indian Planet episode is. And then what about What's-Her-Face, um, who we haven't seen in quite a while, which is weird. Um, the cute one. Um, Vosh? Yeah, no, no, no. The, the, the girl, um, the ensign, who's all rebel-y. She had the one episode where she's making out with Riker. Oh, man. I forgot her name. Um, Mi- Mich- Michelle... Moynihan is the actress who plays her. Um, she's an alien. She's got the weird earrings. Um, she leaves later on in season seven. Hey, yeah, where's Ro? Oh, Ro okay. Ro's looking for like a. We were that was the worst game of charades ever. <laughs> um, she was playing. It's not like, Michelle Moynihan. Michelle Moynihan was like the chick from Mission Impossible. Is that Tom, oh, that's Tom Brady White. Yeah, you're thinking of. Uh, oh damn it! What's her name? Seeds and shit. I want to say Michelle Forbes, but that ain't right. No, that's the candy air. The O'Henry air? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said the candy air, the Forbes candy. Um, I forget her name, but we got, what was, what was her name again? Uh, Roe? Ensign Roe. Ensign Roe. Roe Laren. But yeah, like her people are looking for a planet too, and there's just all these planets out there that nobody lives on. Yeah. It's like all these really nice empty neighborhoods. It's going to waste. I just picture like all these planets are like space Detroit, just like empty, <laughs> just empty yeah. lots of like wild dogs. It's like the in um her name is Michelle Forbes. I was right. Oh me 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 me, motherfucker! Look at me, I'm so smart. Yeah. Hey, why don't you shut your face, Dennis? <gasps> That's right. I said I will it. not. Before I put my two penises in your mouth. <laughs> oh. I put, Maybe I'll keep talking then. <laughs> Let's see. That's, what's the Met score here? It is. At least they scored two runs today. It's amazing. All right. All right. Two, one, middle of the fifth. All right. So, anyway. Um, yeah. So, they get it. They're down there. They see that somebody's been stealing some artifacts. Of course. But they uh, war find something that, uh, like, somebody broke something. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, you know, because you can tell. Worf can tell. He's got a son. He knows when stuff gets broken recently. Yeah. Look, if you look right here, there's glue marks trying to see that the, the, the person who broke this clue doesn't want to get in trouble. Yeah. The space lamp will be repaired. Yes, but they put it on, on the table backwards. Mm. That's why I knew right away something was wrong. <laughs> Alexander does that all the time. Yeah, little fucker. I just pooped my pants. I apologize. <laughs> Wolf, Mr. Wolf. <laughs> it's very stinky. I boy, when you have two anuses, sometimes your doo-doos get smelly. You clench the wrong one. I clench like, the oh. wrong anus. Oh, it takes a lot of control to make sure you clench the right butt cheeks when you have diarrhea. You could say it's a crapshoot. <laughs> you're, you're like the pun master today. Yes. A pun master, a cut, a cut, a cut faster. So yeah, so all of a sudden, there's a firefight. They're getting blasted on. Damn, son. It's like boys in the hood up in this piece. Yeah, except nobody's getting shot. Nobody. I mean, it's like they're all it's like they were all trained by the Galactic Empire. Like these guys could hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah. It's and like bad. and it's weird too because they're shooting like it's not very precise because they hold the weapon out so far. There's like no scope. Like you need a like like nobody they're all just shoulder firing or arm firing at a distance yeah. and like no one and everything in star trek is so precise except the hand weapons i mean literally they're not hitting anything 
Yeah, like why why isn't Siri on their phasers? Like Siri, shoot that guy, <laughs> and then it just aims and shoots for you. Yeah, right. Stupid. Yeah. What a bunch of maroons, idiots. But then Riker gets the bright idea, like, "Oh, I'm going to go over there by myself. I'm the acting captain. I'm going to go behind these trees." And everybody just goes, "Oh, okay." So he runs off, and the next thing you know, he gets shot too. Yeah. It's like the captain is uh it's like a game of musical chairs. Cause now he's gone because they take him away. Yeah. So now the captain and the second in command are both gone. So now it's like Gerald Ford's president of the enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> and guess who Gerald Ford is? Data. <laughs> yeah. Yes, about as much charisma. Yeah, right? <laughs> So they're on the ship talking about it. Oh, Riker's gone. Blah, blah, right. blah. What are we going to do now, man? We down to to a robot and a Klingon are now the yeah. bosses of the flagship. I'm surprised they don't send another captain. Yeah, I mean, uh, somebody needs to take charge here. Yeah, I mean, this is clearly, I mean, it's a ship without a rudder. Yeah, but they do have Sandra Huxtable, so <laughs> they're going to be all right. <laughs> She's flying the ship. Didn't she look like what's-her-face? Um... Andrea Huxtable? No, she looked like um, the girl that's on uh, MSNBC. You know what I'm talking about? The black chick who does the news show? Who be driving driving the ship? I'm trying to think of her name, but I can't remember it. But uh, Allison something. She used to be on MTV, and now she's on MSNBC. If that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. I'll look it up. Kurt Loader? Yes, Kurt Loader. She looks like Kurt (laughs) Loader. Oh, yeah, so they try to chase that mercenary ship, but they just kind of disappear all of a sudden. Allison Stewart. Okay. I'll send you a picture of her. This is what she looked like to me. Hang on. All right. Allison, I know this world is killing you. There you go. It looks like her. That's what I thought it was for a second. Let's see. Come on, computer machine. Or am I just being racist? Probably, but let me see. No, come on. (laughs) Yeah, she does kind of look like her. I mean, it's just the hair and stuff, you know what I mean? Like, she looked like, that's who she looked like to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Sandra Huxtable. It's like Sandra Huxtable. Yeah. Now she was married to the nerdy guy Alvin, right? Yes. Yeah, I liked. I always liked Alvin. I bet he was a. Re- I bet he was a real important character in your life. <laughs> a, ner- a nerdy black dude. No. <laughs> I want to be like cockroach. No, that ain't happening for you, Dennis. No. You were definitely more of an Alvin. Mm. Do you think Bill Cosby tried to rape him? <laughs> Alvin, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Alvin, I need you to drink some of this wine. <laughs> he was always giving him a real hard time. You know, Alvin would do anything to impress him. I mean, if you want to impress me, you got to let me feel your butt. <laughs> <laughs> From the inside. <laughs> I'm talking about penetration. <laughs> When's the last time you... 
been penetrated by a man. <laughs> Lick my butthole. <laughs> just, just not even being <laughs> oh a <my> <laughs> Dr. Huxtable. I mean, I guess if I have to. <laughs> I mean, as a as a uh, obstetrician, he has access to a lot of medication <laughs> that could make you very woozy and susceptible to the suggestion. It's a butthole. Yeah. All right. I want to be surprised. Poor Alvin. Poor Alvin had to lick some buttholes. Yeah. Just to get with Sandra. So, yeah, so that ship gets away. And, of course uh, it does. It gets away quite easily. Yeah, and come to find out. This, this is what happens when Data's in charge. <laughs> things get away. Yes, things get away rather easily. Yeah, like Spot. Yeah, does this mean Spot's like second in command at this point? <laughs> that would have been awesome if he's like on the captain's chair just stroking <laughs> Spot. Because <laughs> he's, a, he's a big Godfather fan. Full warp. Engage. <laughs> he's like a Starfleet Blofeld. Is Sophie sleeping? Nice. Okay. So yeah, so they got Riker on the ship, and this guy Baran is in charge, and they put this little chip on his neck. Yeah. Baran can give him a shock. Now Baran has a very thick New York accent to me. <laughs> Doesn't is it just me or? Or is it yeah, just, he's, he's got a very distinct accent. Like he's got a very. I want to know who played him. I'm gonna look real quick. Hang I think on. I it's supposed to be somebody. Is it looked like Buster Poindexter? I don't think it was Buster. What was the name of the episode? The Gambit Part One. Uh, he had a really thick accent. Richard Lynch. I don't know who that is, but I'm gonna look. Yeah. Richard Lynch, Baron. He did. Died of a heart attack. We know him from The Sword and the Sorcerer, Invasion USA, Little Nikita, Bad Dreams, God Told Me To, and Halloween. He appeared in science fiction productions, including Battlestar Galactica as Wolf, its sequel series, Battlestar Galactica 1980 as Commander Zavar, and in Starsky and Hutch, TJ Hooker, Blue Thunder. I don't even know what that is. He, oh, he was an airwolf? Wow. He was of Irish descent. He was born in Brooklyn. So, yeah, he had a new Yeah, that was definitely a New York accent. Space Brooklyn. Yo, I'm totally going to like look for these artifacts over here, and I got these things on your face that's going to help me not let you do stuff that you want to yeah. do. Oh. I'm fucking Baron. Yeah, you got, you got a problem with that? I'll smack your face. <laughs> oh. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, so the crew starts arguing with him. Like, he wants to keep Riker alive because oh. maybe, maybe he can get some ransom from him or something. Hey, we got to keep this Riker guy alive. Like, he's real yeah. sexy and stuff. Like, look at his beard. He knows what he's doing with the ladies, I heard. Yeah. Yeah. And But everybody else wants him to just kill him. Oh. 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 And somebody stands up and really wants him to get killed. Yeah. And it's Picard. And the... And I love Picard. Okay? I, I love... Patrick Stewart. This is the worst casting ever because he looks, he doesn't look any tougher. Like he's still got like his kind of like weird slumpy shoulders and like his arms just kind of hang limply by his side. Like he's not doing anything to look tough or to like be tough because all these dudes on this ship are like rough and tumble guys. Yeah. And the costume (laughs) looks like something from like uh, my college 
production, you know, like when we did Camelot. Yeah, totally. Like it's just like a leather X he's wearing on his chest. Yeah. Like he's not looking any, he's not really looking tough. He's not doing anything tough. Like it's just poor. It looks like he's like their grandpa. Like, all right. All right. Grandpa, rebel grandpa. Let's just settle down. Yeah. Like, you know, come on. It's, it's just not, it's not a couple of fake scars or something. Did he? Is, no, he should have. Yeah, he just, it was just, it was not believable. Yeah. Like when I look at this guy, I'm not thinking like a uh, smuggler. I'm thinking like space accountant or something or yeah. like, you know. Smuggling some nuts. We should kill him immediately. I mean, like, look at him. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, er, uh, <laughs> could you kill him, please? I think that would be best for all. Yeah. If he were to be not alive. Shut up, Galen. Yeah. It's like I just I just don't buy it. It just didn't buy it. It's not it's not a believable tough guy. He's not no. fooling he's not no. fooling anybody. Well, there's a believable tough guy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm kicking his ass immediately. But I will say this, the chick with the red hair was pretty hot. Yeah. yeah like she kind of reminded me of the one where he's uh he's on the ship by himself, the John McClane one. Yeah. She's kind of like the lead chick from that one. She was the, I would say she's the hottest alien in TNG. No. Who is it? No, no, no. Oh, you scared me. Was that Manny? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't see him come in? I know, because I was looking at something else. He scared me. And he's he's not wearing a shirt. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I just got home. uh, Got a little bit of uh, things going on. So, you know, (laughs) my shirt's not on. I'm sorry. Continue, please. This sounds really interesting. It was. We were talking about the red-headed alien in the Gambit episode who's pretty sexy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The very dominating uh, redhead. The, yeah, with God. the weird haircut. She was pretty hot, dude. God damn, she's hot. Yeah, she yeah. is pretty cute. Yeah. I say as but, aliens go, she's probably top three. You mean like non-human-looking alien? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just, yeah. The ch- What's her name? Jean different- Grey. There was definitely She's like definitely a bond. oh yeah well, of course but I mean she was definitely like in like a bondage. <laughs> she looks like she would like tie, tie my nuts up and then put uh, a cigarette out on it or something. <laughs> well, you gotta put out you know cigarettes that way. So yeah. No forest fires. Yeah, That's the reason. Let's put cigarettes out on your nuts. Yeah, slave. It's, it's nice. <laughs> hey, do you like that? Yeah, you're a whore. You like that, Galen? You like that? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Take it, Galen. Who is Galen, by the way? I meant I was going to ask you. Galen is Picard in his fake. No, no, not not Galen. The other guy, the guy who controls the uh, the pain controller thing. Yeah, that's um, what's his Baron? name? Baron. Yeah, he looks Baron Obama. He looks really familiar. <laughs> that's twice in this episode. <laughs> oh, really? Oh yeah. shit! Well, the planet they went to. Baratus. And the Baratus Obama. <laughs> Oh, I heard everything that's free. <laughs> they, everybody got cell phones. That's right. Yeah, there's nobody crazy. on the planet, but there's just lots of free cell phones. There. <laughs> yeah, but there's no broke down cars because they're trading them all in for some cash, baby. Cash yeah. for clunkers. Well, that's what they did. It's, it's just an empty planet. of. That's what all the relics are, free cell phones. <laughs> cell phone relics? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad I made it towards the tail end of this uh, uh, hijinks, if you will. No, yeah. but no, it's a good episode. Where, where are you at? Uh, where Riker just got kidnapped 
Actually, God we, damn, we all just got started. Oh no, this is a two-parter. It's about half. It's about halfway. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. We're moving along nicely. Yeah. Very we're, nice. Very nice. Until some sweaty, shirtless brown dude shows. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you doing, brown man? Hey, man, put a shirt on. I'm sorry. I don't have a shirt on. Now, you know this is being recorded, so this could be subpoenaed in a court of law. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Nobody going to testify when the witness gone. <laughs> you, 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 you killed her. There's got to be a victim to be a crime. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. He killed she, in the, she in the bottom of the chest, big bag. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> She's hanging out with the crabs. You better pray that nobody is like they don't dredge up a body anytime soon. <laughs> I know. Although it would make it would make for a perfect movie line. Like when they when they uh, dredge up her body, they'd be like, "I guess she's got crabs." You know what I mean? <laughs> There's crabs on her. <laughs> They're little crabs. All right, that was disturbing. I'm sorry. That's somebody's daughter, man. Yeah, man. Hey, it's not my daughter. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. So, okay, uh, um, we lost Riker. And I'm right here. He's back. I didn't go anywhere. Oh, okay. All right. We thought you just stopped. No. I thought you just stopped. No, I just, I'm, 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 I'm paying attention to what you guys are talking about. I I apologize. All right. All right. All right. So, so carry on, Dennis. So, yeah. So, uh, Galen starts talking trash about Riker and how he's so insubordinate. Mm-hmm. And uh, God, you he talk got back. fired. You're a dirty boy. Yeah, he's and he he, he blew up a bunch of space stations. Yeah, <laughs> like he didn't even tell the real stuff that Riker does. I know, which is far worse. <laughs> like, you don't have to make stuff up, Picard. No. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the ship starts getting all crazy, and mm-hmm. I guess Picard messed with the engines so that Riker can come save the day. Mm-hmm. So, Baron's like, no, no, we're gonna let him live. We're no, we're gonna, we're gonna keep him. I don't know because they yeah. realize that he's pretty valuable. Yeah, he can fix stuff. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He knows what to do. He knows what. He to knows do. how to do things. We all know how to do things. He knows all the security codes. He does yeah. everything. So it's like, hey, let's keep this guy around. He's got a beard. He's kind of handsome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. He's good with the ladies. <laughs> keep that redheaded bitch off me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's like begging. <laughs> He's like begging her to put cigarettes out on his balls. Yeah. Put it be, out. She's gonna be jumping at every noise pretty soon. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that record? <laughs> <laughs> I know you like her. Come out of the shadows. I can hear you breathing. How am I? <laughs> am I here? Or am I over here? Ooh, that's a Where tough am one. Where am I? Mm. Yes. And that Riker, he's a feisty little fella. He sure is. Yeah. No, no, that's Galen. They're oh, all, oh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're all feisty. Yeah. yeah. So. But then. Uh, and regal. Very regal. The regal. regal looking men. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so Picard goes to Riker's room. And, and starts jerks off on his sheets. What <laughs> well, I mean, that's what, that's what you do. Of that's a subtext. <laughs> he walks in the room. And oh, hello. Is, oh, hello, Riker. Hello, number one. Oh, hello, number one. 
Oh, it was crazy. I was doing this archaeological dig, and uh, <laughs> I left some fossils on your sheets. <laughs> Let those fossils fuel your nightmares tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't eat them, right? Come on, Riker, please. Come on, You're embarrassing yourself, buddy. Come on, be a grown man. Hey, but look, I'm alive. <laughs> So I guess he tells him he was looking for whoever messed up this archaeological site. What a nerd. I mean, just, just, I just, I mean, it's none of your business, man. It's like the space hall monitor. Yeah, it's like, come on, <laughs> who, who messed this up? I mean, it could have happened thousands upon thousands of years ago. Yeah. You know, I, I, must, get, I must get to the bottom of this one. Now got to give him space demerits. Now, oh, we have to find <laughs> out who did this because it's just not cool, man. Like, yeah. come on. And so he finds him in the bar and... I was, asking, fight. I was asking too many questions about it, and so they just took me. Yeah, and I guess they have their <laughs> phasers, like, coordinated with their transporters. Which so is a really cool, them. this is a really cool idea. Like, I don't know yeah. why more people haven't thought of this. Because nobody in Starfleet has any aim. <laughs> Did you see that firefight? <laughs> there would just be, ro- just be rocks everywhere and trees. <laughs> <laughs> The transporter room is full. O'Brien's covered in like an avalanche. Oh my god, make it stop. <laughs> Why so many boulders? Why? You really need to go to target practice. <laughs> These guys are just awful at this. <laughs> Who taught you how to fire this weapon, Jordy? <laughs> and it is does funny. Jordy ever fire a Yes, phaser? he does. He has a phaser. He does in this episode, and, and he's in the firefight. They bring, thing? they bring a blind no, guy. They bring a blind guy to a gunfight. <laughs> <laughs> really, this makes a lot of sense. Just dopes, and they wonder why we're. You think like out. when they send the away teams out and they give them their weapons, they're like, "All right, Jordy here." <laughs> Not a real. <laughs> Jordy says it's a remote control for the TV. <laughs> it's like that toy one that you have. It makes exactly. it sound, but it doesn't shoot anything. <laughs> You got another one, Jordy. Good job. Patronize <laughs> <laughs> him. Wow, Jordy, you're really good at this. Man, you're, you're like, like oh, man. you're a sniper or something. Good He's job. Like, it's like Andy Oakley over here. <laughs> Seal Team Jordy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You guys are swell. <laughs> you guys are really my friends. <laughs> oh, another one. Yeah. So, anyways, they uh, Picard's like they're looking for some specific Romulan artifacts, mm-hmm. and Baran has him doing the like Baran James to see if they have some kind of energy. <laughs> well, he is kind of bald. Is he wearing a headband? <laughs> the king. Baran. The king. Baran. <laughs> he needs to go back to wearing a headband. LeBron James has a funny shaped head. Well, it's because he's really like, bald. It's, Stops all of a sudden. Well, you know? he he just needs to go Jordan shave it all. Like it's not yeah. for anybody. Just nip it in the bud. Like when when you're wearing a headband on your head, like a yarmulke, to hide the fact that you're bald, it's just not working. <laughs> like, come on. He looks but like I mean, even just the shit, like it goes straight up, and then all of a sudden it's flat. He's got that like yeah. Peter Weller head going on in RoboCop. You know? <laughs> yeah. And like he's almost he's almost like the black Wayne Rooney, if you catch my drift, Dennis. He's got really weird hair plugs, it looks like. Yeah. Should probably just get hair plugs. 
I think he does. Yeah, I think he's a uh, Bosley. I think his Custom. body. I think his body rejected them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, poor Bron James. Yeah, Can't yeah. Win a championship. And he lives yeah. at Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Poor Hat Club. God, that place is garbage. Hat Club was so excited, man. <laughs> well, next- he was, but he, you know, there's always next year. He went on Nate's podcast talking about how the Cavs were going to win. But he also he was also adamant about him being against uh, LeBron when when LeBron left. Oh yeah, they all forgot about that. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like you know, you're if if you're an ugly dude and your hot girlfriend comes back, then you're you, all is forgiven. Yeah, yeah. look, it's cool. Look, it's cool, hot girlfriend that you banged all those guys. <laughs> you just. <laughs> I knew it was meant to be. If you love something and you let it go and it comes back, it's meant to be. Yeah. No, it's not. Manny, yeah. I feel like you're walking into the dungeon. Like, we're gonna... oh my god. <laughs> Hello, guys. <laughs> Man, I can't see shit in here. John, Johnny, come lately. <laughs> Johnny, come lately. There's a new dick in town. Where are you? I feel like you're shooting a hostage. <sighs> Okay, this is America Sheets. America Sheets. Hell yeah, yeah, man, America. (laughs) All right. So anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so blah, blah, blah. Rah, rah, rah. This is boom, blah. Baran walks in and... (laughs) I already dribbled into the fucking bridge. (laughs) Yeah. Baran James. Yeah, that's how they always know he's coming. They can hear the basketball. (laughs) Oh man! So yeah, and Picard pretends like he's interrogating him, and he's like, "Nobody interrogates anybody on my ship." I love that he just smacks him in the face. Yeah, (laughs) dude, what the hell, buddy? Like, come on! (laughs) Hey, man, that's not cool. The funny part though is when uh, Riker's laying there. You can see if you pay attention really close, he's got a boner. He's rock hard after Picard slaps him in the face. He's like, "So (laughs) what?" Are you going to finish me off or am I going to have to do this? Like, it was a little pre-com there. <laughs> oh, I got dots in my pants. I mean, come on, Baron. Let's finish me off. Yeah. Go, go, get, go, go get the bondage chick. <laughs> man, why do you need help for Bobby? Because, man, man, he's scaring me. <laughs> yeah, this stuff is still... But yeah, so I love that. I love just Picard slaps him in the face. It's just, it's my favorite part of the whole episode, I think. Because he just hears yeah, a noise yeah. and he's like, oh my God. <laughs> okay, done. Yeah. It's <laughs> like when you're a kid and uh, you're beaten off and your mom walks in the room. You pull the sheets up really fast. That's like, or you dive into the ground. Ooh, I've never dove into the ground. <laughs> I, I've, I've dove before. Um, Are you in a position to dive to the... No, I just checked this shit out, what, dude. Choking yourself in the class? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was back in the days when, like, it was scrambled porn. The good old days of scrambled porn. Yeah, that was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was fun when you try to make out with it. It's a titty or a foot, you know? And either one works. Yeah, oh, yeah, at that point, anything worked. <laughs> yeah, and I was I was stroking it, and then uh, it, it was in the living room, you see. Yes, and then my dad walked in, so I dove to the ground. <laughs> they're they're shooting! Oh fuck! They're shooting! Wait, what? What time was it? 
it was late at night. Three in the like, afternoon. <laughs> 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 it was like one or two in the morning, which I wasn't expecting anybody to be up. But of course, he went to get some wall some water, and he caught me. So I dove. Which makes complete. I was a hero, man. I was Johnny Football. Right on that boner. Oh, yep. oh, it's broken. Oh fuck! Dear God, I can't move. Yeah. It hurts so much. Go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So those good times. The uh, data and those guys figure out that they're probably going to Calder Two next because that's the closest place that has the same kind of artifacts that mm-hmm. they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Data's doing a and good so, job putting all this together. Credit where credits due. Yeah. Like he's doing without good- the Sherlock Holmes hat. Yeah, I mean yeah, that would be helpful. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have ended the episode right away. Do you dun. think they would mutiny if he like showed up on the bridge in his Sherlock Holmes outfit? <laughs> I think I think in the in the DVD release they show the cut scene of Jordy like look Dave this isn't gonna work they're gonna get really mad I mean their friends are missing you don't understand human emotions <laughs> like this is the turbo lift conversation yeah, yeah exactly he's like really let's just go back down and and they're standing really close to each other as they like to do in the turbo lift like yes. shoulder to shoulder to shoulder yeah <laughs> look Dave that's not a good idea I'm just telling you why are we standing so close to each other I don't I don't know. Here, we can do it. Stand next to me. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they call ahead to that. Dennis, uh, why are we that so I don't know. <laughs> tell me. Number one, tell me something. Yes. Oh, yes. Right in my ear hole. <laughs> well, Manny froze. <laughs> what? Hello? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> My hair still. Hello? There I am. Uh, you missed a uh, good time, Manny. <laughs> oh, God damn it. What happened? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Are you jerking each other off? <laughs> How come it's taken us like five months to think of that? <laughs> We're really slipping in our old age. Yeah. There we are. Okay. <laughs> Johnny come lately. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so the mercenaries show up there and they're gonna have Riker like pretend that he needs to get to the planet to help him with security and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're not buying it because they'd already told him that they were coming. So they have their shields up and they're gonna blow them out of the sky, but I guess Picard finds a way to knock down the shields without killing anybody. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they start beaming stuff up, but they don't get them all. And the shields go back up, and then all of a sudden, here comes the Enterprise. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So uh, they get Riker to tell the Enterprise to run away. Run, man. Get out of here. You don't want none of this shit. Run away! <laughs> it turns all your bad feelings into good feelings. <laughs> you don't want none of this shit, Enterprise. It's not addictive. What is it? It's an artifact. <laughs> run away! Yeah, but Data's not having it. He's not going to run away. So yep. Riker tries to use his access codes, a la Rathacon, to bring down the shields. Mm-hmm. But they see that they're doing it, and Data's like, oh, all right, drop the shields. Because 
Yeah, exactly. Let's see what's shaking here. Okay, great. Why did he do that? I don't know. His curiosity got to him. That's good, Data. Good job. Yeah, much good. like a cat. It's very, very human of you, Data. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Picard shoots him. Oh yeah, I forgot. And that's that, right? Yeah, that's that. And there's that's the show. I gotta say, I gotta say, this is a really good episode. It is. It is. I was really excited about this episode. Like in the in if if Star Trek: The Next Generation was a modern television program, this would have been one of the thirteen episodes that made it. The first two, not so much. Yeah. Not at all. I'm going to say this episode, and I'm also saying this, I think, because the last couple episodes we've seen were fucking terrible. I'm going to say this is like a seven and a half. <laughs> it made it better. Dude, like yeah. in contrast. Yeah. yeah in contrast. Yeah. Because, I mean, the last, ep- last couple episodes have been awful. It has yeah, been. Just boring. Nothing happens. Yeah. This one's really stopped. good. I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to give it a seven and a half. See, because I seriously forgot. The last one was inner. Face wasn't it? Oh my god, it was awful. And then the one before that was also terrible. It was just both of them were bad. Interface, interface, and then the other one was like Bob is bored. I believe was the name. (laughs) Like, why is he doing this to himself? Part one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So in contrast, yeah, of course, this episode is is a lot better than the last two. A lot better. But it it also keeps you engaged, which is great. Because you know, like, engage. Because I mean, there's been two parties where the first part was shitty, and then the second part is where it picked up. Yeah, like this that, for this that lore one, episode was not not giving any hints, but I mean, for this two parter, both parts are really good. Yeah, both parts are good. The guy and the girl. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I would, I would, I would give it a good, good seven. Okay. Yeah. A I good seven, seven. Good seven. Okay. Yeah. Even, even. Notwithstanding the previous episodes being bad, I think okay. it's as a standalone what? episode by itself without being compared. Yeah, standalone yeah. single. <laughs> standalone yeah. single. <laughs> okay, what? Yeah, it's um, it's good. So it only gets better. It does. Yeah, it does. yeah. So this yeah. is a really good episode. So there, to the people that think we don't like Star Trek anymore, we really like this episode. Yeah, what people been saying that people were saying that we don't like Star Trek anymore. <laughs> well, if it's a shitty episode, I mean, well, yeah, of course, we can only do so much, you I know. Mean, uh, yeah, well, I believe the expression is you can't polish a turd. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're not we're not miracle workers here. You can only put so much lipstick on that pig, it's still gonna be a pig. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man, you're still gonna kiss it. You, oh, yeah, of course, you can only put so much dress on that dude. <laughs> it's still a dude. Yeah, but I'm still turned on. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. That's right. All right. Well, there mm-hmm. you go, everybody. Manny, thank you for joining us late, friend. Uh, yeah, I'm a I apologize. I was out there uh, gallivanting, you know. Right. Uh, you were whoring it up. Well, you know, daddy got a nut. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing um we'll record next monday and this episode will be out on monday so i'm just gonna try to do it every monday episode episode and recording on mondays gotcha so so there you go it's just another dork track monday (laughs) jesus christ 
Na 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 na. Bobby's doing the Wu Tang. Wu Tang, Wu Tang. All right, everybody. Oh, dude. One, one. By the way, one of our kids in uh, work. His middle name is Raekwon. <laughs> Black. <laughs> was, yeah, his name is D'Angelo. And then, so when he graduated, <laughs> no. I'm it's a 60-year-old white man named Raekwon. Yeah, okay. That's the blackest name I've ever heard. It is. It is. D'Angelo Raekwon. Yeah, because when he graduated high school last week, we went to his graduation, and it was like, D'Angelo Raekwon. Raekwon? Who the fuck is Raekwon? D'Angelo Raekwon Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was Smith. <laughs> Freeman. Not Robbins. <laughs> not, no. not, not Freeman. <laughs> not, Fre- <laughs> not Brown. <laughs> not Brown. Yeah, Raekwon. There you go. Yeah. Uh, his parents must be music fans. <laughs> nah, you mean his parent? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, that's just- it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's well, I've, I've taken him under my tutelage. I'm his work dad. That poor bastard. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool. But yeah, well, I guess next week. Yeah, next Monday, friends. Yeah. All right. I'm, so- I'm stoked. I'm stoked. Yeah, man, I'm. I love it when the episodes are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like, what are we going to talk about for four or five minutes? Uh, Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> we did that earlier before you got. Yeah. Here. Did he? Did he? Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just watch it all over again. It's good, man. Yeah, really? It's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dennis yeah. isn't into it. I don't yeah. think he I really. I, I like the last three episodes. I don't think he likes the way the black man is portrayed in that show. You don't like Titus? Man, what's wrong with you, man? I mean, he's all right. Dude, yeah, the last episode with Titus is great, so. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I got to go let my yeah. dogs out, so I'm going to get out of here. All right. All right. Well, all right. Happy Father's Day once again to all of you. Thank you. I literally have to let my dog out. He's scratching at the door. I got to get the fuck out of here. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening, and thank you, friends. I appreciate it. All right. We shall see you once again. Goodbye. Bye.